Welcome to the Alliant in the Public Eye podcast, a show dedicated to exploring risk management topics and challenges faced by today's public sector leaders. Here is your host, Carlene Patterson. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of In the Public Eye. In the past few years, I've seen some changes in the industry with regard to risk management and employee benefits. There are times where we're seeing where risk managers are being asked to take on benefits and vice versa, where benefits managers are being asked to take on risk management. Either way, public entities, I think, are facing challenges and pressures from both sides. So while I've spent my career focusing on public entity risk management issues. I have a number of colleagues who have spent their careers working with public entities from a health and benefits perspective. So I'm really excited today to have one of those colleagues, Bob Tracy, join me today. We're going to do a two-part series focusing on employee benefits. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about benefits and the challenges. And then our next podcast, will go a little bit deeper into some of those challenges and maybe see how we and our clients are handling them. So, Bob, thank you very much for joining. Thank you very much for the opportunity, Carlene. And uh, I'm just glad to be part of the, your collaborative realm now. So, Bob, you're a senior vice president in our public sector benefits practice. And so maybe before we dive into the issues, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your experiences in this arena. Sure. Thank you so much again. Yeah. You know, when I got in this business, I go back that far in my career to public sector. I found it early on and uh, back in the 80s. And it's just been part of my identity. It's almost 40 years in the making. We just enjoy it. Nick and I, my partner, joined uh, earlier this year the Alliant team coming from another national company firm. And he also, all he's ever done is public sector. And Nick always said something that I always took home. Whenever we go into conferences, offices, wherever we are, uh, we want people to say, hey, those guys are public sector. It's all we do. We're 100% all in. So from a consulting standpoint, we have been doing this myself since 1985. Cities, counties, K-12 school districts, political organizations in the employee benefit realm, all the way up through today. And Nick has been in it for uh, probably 15 years, started with Aetna back in the day. So this is what we do, Carlene. We understand the culture, the discipline, and all the cool things that really governments can use to gain leverage in the market. Yeah, I think, you know, it's in today's world, you have to be specialized by industry because it varies so much from industry to industry. But having all those years of experience, what was it about Alliant that attracted you as an employee benefits professional? I I think the thing that attracted us most about Alliant is uh, we had grown our business to a point where we needed more flexibility and more resources. Not only has it changed, as I said, about just strictly the employee benefits side of that discipline, but again, all of the administrative code, the legal issues, HR, and our demand for the quality of our resources, the timelines that we work in in government. The thing that's so unique about government is I could walk into a law firm tomorrow or an engineering firm. And those folks could make a decision in one week. The CFO walks in, the CEO says, hey, what do you got? What do you got? Oh, that's great. Do this, do that, do that. Let's get it done. Let's go find the policies. Let's go from there. But with government work, 
the timeline and the calendars are 90 to 120 days out. And what we saw was that we were working at a speed, a process velocity that we needed the speed to get tighter on getting the outcomes that we needed from all these resources, be it compliance, human resources, doing budgeting and whatnot. Instead of waiting 30 days, we needed something like tomorrow. What we saw with Alliant is their ability to move at fast speed, which is what government work a lot of times is. Because you know, Carlene, that budget work, CFO says, tear it up, do it again. I need it tomorrow. It's a fast. The velocity is huge in government. Even though the timelines are broad with the start and the end of a project with RP work, we have to be quick. And we saw that Alliant had the resources necessary to get us on time with our clients and stay ahead of the game. And that was one of the things that caught our eye. The second thing was Alliant made it very clear when they searched us out that we need to get bigger in government also in public sector. So they were looking all around the market. I was happy to come to, to Alliant. So those are the two things that brought me to Alliant. So how do you think, you know, talking with your clients and looking at the resources that are available to them, how do you think the whole conversation has changed or evolved? You know, a lot of times we used to think about HR and benefits being buy your health insurance. And as long as there's health insurance, you're good. So how do you think as benefits managers, that their roles have changed and, and what do you see as some of their biggest challenges? Wow, you hit it right on the head. From the standpoint of just driving benefits and, I mean, that blocking and tackling and doing RP work and securing medical plans and voluntary benefit plans and dental, all that stuff hasn't really changed. The market is driven by leverage and the bigger, the better. And with Alliant, Alliant brings strength and leverage to the markets for Nick and I to negotiate these deals. Nothing has changed really there. But what I am sensing for the first time, and when Nick and I talk to clients, is they're asking us what other people are doing. And that signals to me that they're concerned about competing for our workforce. I'm hearing words like, instead of human resources, human capital. You know, we've heard for years about, well, you know, our best asset is our employees. But I'm not so sure that was it when the market was wide open for competing for different areas of the public sector workforce. Now it's changed. There is so much competition for employees out there, and our HR folks are very concerned about it. Public sector is all about that gold standard defined benefit plan, whether you're a city, a county, or a school district. And what's happening now is they're coming home to collect. And all these senior managers who are really not senior, they're in their 50s. They're sitting here going, wow, I can retire now in my 50s and get 70 and 80% of my paycheck and go teach, substitute, or go do something else. And so for the first time, it's not really about the benefits. It's not really about the compliance. It's not really about the administrative codes that we use. It's not really about the structure of the RFP. It's not really about all of that structural stuff. It's really about attaining and investing and training and then retaining a workforce. 
Yeah. Well, and you mentioned pensions and over time, the pension benefits that used to be differentiating for public entities, some of those have gone away. And, you know, so they're not having those same type of the things that would make you go into public service versus work in the private sector or something. So it is definitely a challenge. It's something I've been hearing on the risk side as well. Well, to that point, I am having those conversations where what HR folks, and I touch base with HR folks all the time about what's going on, what are your hirees, what are you going through, and what are you hearing? And I'll tell you, young people could care less about a retirement plan right now. You know, Generation Z and, and whatever else we have coming on board here, these folks want a paycheck and they want flexible work hours and they want hybrid work places and they want salary. And I'm listening to the HR folks telling me that people are going another direction back to private sector for 50 cents an hour. I'm going, whoa. So, you know, we're facing a situation here where that old gold standard pension program of defined benefits that really government, really that was their deal more than salaries. It is becoming very, very distant. And so we're having to focus more on meeting these younger folks where they are. It's, it's quite a changing dialogue, it really is. To even compress the problem, and you mentioned people retiring in their 50s, but, you know, kind of to compress it is because we're having such challenges keeping the workforce. On the other end, those who are getting near retirement are getting tired. It's a tough battle and they're understaffed and have open positions. And so they're looking at retiring earlier for that very reason. So you're right, it's kind of impacting on both ends. And, and to that end, and, and we are in sync, Carlene. It seems like we're almost together in a presentation because I'm reading you and you're reading me here. And I've talked to HR folks recently about, you know, what are you doing differently? And as I said, it's no longer human resources, it's human capital. And these city managers and these county judges, they're reaching down to HR and, and they are very concerned about attaining and investing in these employees and what can we offer that others don't. And, you know, all the games are out there, all the strategies are out there. But again, for the first time, public sector is no longer taking this for granted. They have to figure out a way to come up with a strategy to have these young folks looking at them for employment for the first time. You know, you're seeing all these city folks across Texas, moving out to these beautiful rural areas of Texas and these great communities. And they're bringing all this private sector intel and how they're being treated at a private sector client. And when they're talking to an HR director in public sector, first of all, so many of those jobs are specialized, right? You can't just show up in a classroom and be a teacher, but in the area of running the business, they are trying to figure out a way to invest in these candidates for the long haul, to retain them in the long run. Stable careers is the big thing public sector offers. You know, you're hearing all the time about these folks getting ghosted and laid off in private sector. Well, government doesn't do that for the most part. I mean, sure, right now, property taxes are a little low, sales receipts for having some kind of recession, they say, but they generally don't lay off. It's a very stable career, and that's a great place to launch from, right? I'm tired of getting laid off. I'm tired of getting fired. I'm tired of getting lost. What do you have to offer me? Maybe not quite as much salary benefits we can kick tail on. Nick and I have been designing benefits that rule over private sector. We can still do that. But 
deal, years of service. And at some point then, guess what? That pension plan begins to matter, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think it seems like our focus is a little bit, perhaps from a more professional standpoint when it comes to, you know, the workplace and, and that kind of thing. But public entities are charged with providing services to the public. And it's everything from collecting, you know, taxes and revenues and that kind of thing, all the way down to collecting garbage and having the folks there who are there to run the routes and make sure that those services are provided. And what I've been talking with my clients is they can't compete with private sector when it comes to the hourly wage, but yet they still have to provide that service and how do they meet those demands? So it's, it's an interesting conversation. And I think really talking about what are some of the things that public entities can do to differentiate themselves, to attract that talent, I think is something that we really do need to dive into a little bit. When you're talking with your clients, have you had a chance to maybe discuss what is it that Alliant can do to help them differentiate? Have you had those types of conversations? The thing I love about Alliant is that there are no barriers to solutions. This is a private equity firm that believes in serving the client and serving their employees, meaning folks like us as consultants and account folks and whomever to get to the solution. That's what I talked about at the very beginning about the speed of solution. We're getting more involved in these discussions, benchmarking, what are other cities doing, what are other counties are doing, what are other school districts doing. I'm using it loosely now, but with the emergence of AI technology, the ability to use machines and computers to solve and make decisions, I think it's going to provide a quick, linear pathway to getting data into our clients' hands. And Lion is supercharged with using AI. But at the same time, too, data is great. But as you just said, Carlene, somebody has to collaborate and be in front of the client and put it to use. And that's where I know you love that part. Give me the slide deck. Give me the data. Thank you very much. Give me the science. Give me the engineering. Give me the math. Give me the outcomes. But then I've got to figure out a strategy. And so this business with more useful data, we're spending more time in front of our clients. So to answer directly your question, HR is becoming a big conversation. Good. Good. Well, I think that I really would want to explore a little bit more, you know, some of these challenges that you've touched on and also, you know, some of the things that you're doing, your team's doing to kind of address those, some of the, what makes a benefits manager's job easier and some of the things that we do with that. So I think this is a good place to stop and kind of introduce what we're going to talk about on our next podcast. So I really do appreciate you joining me and I'm excited that we're going to be able to talk again and kind of dive into this a little bit further. So really appreciate your time today, Bob. Do recognize it's a very challenging time to be in public entity risk management and employee benefits. And so we're focused on providing continued information and resources as we navigate 2023 and beyond. We hope you enjoy this episode of In the Public Eye. Thank you for listening. And for more information, visit us at insurance.alliant.com forward slash in the public eye.